If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Hey, forget I asked. <laughs> That'll definitely It'll do. Ew. Join the f- Discord. It was the least fun I've ever had playing this game. A small but vibrant and extremely humble community. No, I've seen the sleeves, but I'm like, you said you're suiting up, and then you put your sleeve on you for saying that. Because I'm a demon on the keys. Next thing I know, we're both dead. I immediately left the lobby. In Vietnam. What are they playing for? Are they playing to win? <laughs> Stay humble. Stay humble. We are live. Uh, excuse me. And I had mucus that what in that my is? throat. <laughs> Easy. I've, okay. Uh, what? From the strawberry lemonade, truly. We're allies, okay? Just fucking tone it. Tone down that's your not, homophobic that's not insinuations, at all what I meant, please. Okay. It's Mute, actually so funny that you. People, got it. Okay, got it. Got it. Got cool. It. What do you mean to say? Okay, all right, let's move on. Welcome to the show, episode 138. We, this is the Drop Shot of Call of Duty podcast. We Not are, really. of course, allies. As... It's not really a Call of Duty podcast, but... <laughs> it's, it's a, yeah, this is a podcast about um, allyship and how you can not be a white piece of shit, of course. That's a joke. We don't care. Uh, now, why was there mucus in my throat? And it was, in fact, mucus. The strawberry lemonade, truly. So, there's an interesting journey that I took with Truly's. I won't rehash the whole fucking, I, I won't rehash Brown, the whole <laughs> debacle. But someone, or Tanner was like, Trulies are good. And I was like, cap, because they're like White Claws. And then I tried one, and I was like, okay, they're pretty good. And then everyone's like, oh, dude, the Lemonade Trulies are fucking awesome. So then I got, what did I do? I went and bought some Lemonade Trulies, right? So I had last night one solitary Truly, the Lemonade Truly. And it was awful, frankly. It was not good at all. And I messaged Tanner, furious. I said, Tanner, this is not good. I don't know why you recommended this, but don't do it again. Don't make anyone else suffer the same fate I've suffered That's not this at evening. all what you said. By drinking, word, but... well, it is. We can check the logs, uh, and I'll edit those in. But uh, truly, lemonades, dog shit. However, 
in the little variety pack, we got strawberry lemonade Trulies, and these are excellent. So, well, yeah, uh, regular if, lemonade anything is awful. Well, stop the cap. Lemonade's good. Lemonade's an excellent beverage. Uh, drink water if you're over the age of 13, for sure. I, I don't drink lemonade anymore, but it is delicious. Uh, so stop the cap, number one. But in the case of Trulies, Truly Lemonade, dog shit. Strawberry lemonade, very good. So welcome to the show. This is about Call of Duty sometimes. Uh, What's the other we, one? Black Cherry, I think, right? The, the other one in that pack? I think it's uh, Black Cherry, yeah. That, maybe. Those are, the, those are the three in the pack. Well, it's way better than the regular lemonade. Yeah, of course I mean, it is. Everything's better. better than that. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. I would I would sooner drink a can of like Jack Daniels that's like out of date than that lemonade truly. It's really not good. Jesus. I mean, it was it was horrific to have to endure. It's I finished fine. It. It's I fine. I finished it. Got but it. Anyways. Welcome to the show. Uh, we got a couple announcements. We have an episode today. It's Wednesday, and that means we're doing an episode on Call of Duty. So that's what we're going to fucking do today is an episode. But first, a couple little announcerinos. Uh, a couple good announcements, I might add. Really? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, we have some good announcements. We'll get into it. Okay. Have faith, little pussy boy. Uh, all right. Welcome to our new gold Fucking patrons, I said I'd get to ya. I skipped you Saturday, and what am I doing? I'm fucking getting to ya, bud. So our new gold patrons, British Rocker, change it, obviously. Holy shit. Lord Byron, I'm going to omit the, the numbers for you, because you shouldn't put them. Well, <laughs> it's fine to put them here, because I won't dox you, because I have a galaxy brain. So Lord Byron, numbers, change it regardless. Uh, Josh F., and Eric B. Boys, welcome. Thank you for joining the fucking Patreon as gold, gold patrons. Good, good, good men and women there. Probably men, unless British Rocker yeah. is a woman, uh, which would, I was going to say explain the name. That's pretty rude. And we are, of course, not. I don't know what's gotten into me today, but I need to change it. So it yeah. was a joke. Relax. Anyways, thank you, boys and girls. Uh, and our new platinum patron, it's Boopsy, upgrading from gold to platinum. Let's go. Some king shit. Now, why might Boopsy do that? Great question. So gold patrons, four bonus eps per month is what they get. Platinum, it's one little step up, one little cute little step up. You get an extra bonus ep per month. And I'm told, to my shock, frankly, yeah, yeah. I mean, to my utter bewilderment, I'm told that the last patron Platinum and Damascus only Q&A episode was uh, something worth listening to. This is astounding to me. It's literally the worst thing I've ever recorded. Uh, I mean, and I've recorded a lot of bad stuff, yeah. as Tanner knows better than perhaps anyone. That was the worst thing I've ever recorded. I it mean, was it was bad. awful. Yep. As Tanner was saying in the pre-show, we turned it off and we were like, dude, that was the worst thing we've ever done. I mean, just terrible. So I don't know what is wrong with our patrons. I, I know some things that are wrong with them, but the fact that they enjoyed that is just, I mean, it defies reason, really. But they enjoyed it. So it's extra content. 
Uh, and that's probably why Boopsy upgraded. Or he's fucking just dumb. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, Boopsy, thanks, dude. And our new fucking Damascus patrons, Jinstar. Change it, of course. Jesus, yeah. Uh, and by the way, his profile picture looks like the cover of the novel. Fuck. What is this novel called? I don't know. Gone with the Wind. It looks like the cover of Gone with the Wind is That's just it? some dude standing in a fucking prairie. So don't take pictures like that. Number one, <laughs> grow up. Unless this is the cover of some romantic novel you're writing. Stop it. But still change the profile picture. But, and change your name. But thank you for being a fucking Damascus king. You'd love to see that. Also, Phil M and Cool Nerd Guy. Going up to the fucking Damascus tier. Smart from people. Upgrading actual kings. So boys and girls, thank you for uh, joining the Patreon. Patreon.com slash the drop shot. It's how we're funded. It's how we keep doing this show. To the degree that we're doing it. And the degree that we're doing it is indeed a high degree. I mean, we got, you know, the five bonus eps, the weekly hangouts, all that shit. And that's, of course, me just trying to scam you and sell you on joining the goddamn Patreon because it is the best way for you to support. It's best for us and it's best for you. But also, uh, we're doing a lot of content for it um, and not it. So, for example, our best of the month video Ooh, is live yeah. on the YouTube for all of the frogs. Even you freeloading pieces of shit. The best of the month video. I'm joking, by the way. It's fine. <laughs> relax. Uh, it is live for you guys on the YouTube. Um, so dropshot.com. You can find all our links there. YouTube is there. And the best of the month video is there. Tanner, what are your thoughts on the best of May 2021 with the dropshot? It was a month for sure. Um, it was a month. A yeah, lot of good clips in there. Fantastic editing. Like we'd be talking about one thing. Um on the podcast and then it's like it would show it happening in our gameplay streams and us like laughing about it and stuff like that it was i mean it was the best and frankly he ended it with a great little clip of when raz lost his mind uh and got like a little clutch and his shirt was off and it just ends looking at his little tummy that's how the video <laughs> ends i mean his tummy is just on the screen so. the tummy is out dude the tummy, the tummy is, is out. out yeah uh, it's probably my favorite best of the month. It's Easily. fantastic. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. I literally laughed hard when it was the clip of me talking about me jumping in the wall to kill the glitching yeah. rat. Yeah. I was, <laughs> it's like, I was like, oh, it's going to be a talk because I clipped it. And he's like, and then Tanner's like, well, maybe it won't be. So I was like, I hate when people say, d describe dialogue like this. So he was like, then I was like. <laughs> So I should be killed um, by the state. <laughs> uh, I said, oh, well, then we'll have a new video editor. So then, of course, from there, it cuts to me doing it. And it was funny. It was very well done. <laughs> yeah. It was very clever. He's yeah. he's a funny guy. A it's cool because, buddy. yeah, it, when you watch these best of the month videos, you could tell Hash, a.k.a. Magnolia Road Film Co., change both of them, uh, actually listens to the show and is like actually a fan. Because there's like inside jokes in there and shit. It's very cool. Uh, and he's also very skilled at, at the, the, the craft change it itself uh, of, of just video editing. Really fucking well done. Yeah. 
So uh, you guys should check that out for sure. It's on the YouTube. It is in, I have a playlist for like every type of content. So if you just go to the channel, you'll find it in the best of the month playlist, which is near the top. Yeah. So. And of course, if any of you are looking to get married, you're probably not listening to Call of Duty podcast, but great wedding True. videos. Magnolia Road Film Co. Check them out. I think that's like his actual profession is like yeah. wedding filmography. Yep. Yeah. So that explains his uh, his prowess. So really, really well done, Hash. Uh, really good job, man. We enjoyed the fuck out of it. I was actually laughing like hard. Yeah. And there were like good moments too, like good like clips, clutches, whatever. Uh, so that was very cool. So you guys can check that out. Uh, and I encourage you to. And then like and subscribe. Be like Grim, the engagement goblin. Like, comment, and share. Just be an engagement goblin like Grim, <laughs> dude. Be the engagement goblin. The engagement please. goblin strikes again, dude. Yeah, he's just an engagement goblin, dude. It, he's twisted at it. Uh, so anyways, that's that. Uh, also, our Rebirth Island Warzone fucking tournament starts in 10 days. Uh, yeah, so if you want to play in it, it's for patrons. That's like the price of admission, sort of. There is going to be a prize. We should probably figure out what that will be. We're going to give a prize. Oh, are we? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Really? I, I haven't even know. thought about it. Yeah, yeah, no, we said we were going to do a prize. We did, but again, this isn't a democracy. <laughs> this isn't a democracy. Maybe we won't do We a said prize. a long time ago. When we announced this, we never have. I don't know. We'll think about it. Well, yeah, whatever. We'll figure it out. We don't know what it is, though. But uh, anyways, whatever. Uh, nonetheless, that's going to happen in 10 days. So if you want to participate, you have to be a patron. That's just so people don't fucking aimbot or cheat in the tournament. Now, they still could, and it would be impossible to catch them. Uh, but I don't think they will. So that'll be in 10 days. For those of you who want to participate, join the Discord. In the Patreon lounge, there's a rebirth tournament or something channel text channel see the pinned message you can see the details how to join all that shit if you have questions do not ask me ask go to dope he's the guy he's the organizer uh and if you don't want to participate cool uh we're going to be live streaming us casting it so some of you may be familiar with for example the new york subliners cute quaint little Warzone mania thing yeah it's that cute. they're trying to do it's, small it's adorable and cute yeah it's small adorable it's cute now if you're into that sort of thing you're really gonna love our tournament because it's gonna be better in every way higher production value we don't know the prize pool it's <laughs> 10 days out it doesn't matter uh we don't know how many people are in it it doesn't matter we're not doing a draft live and they're doing all of those things but this is going to be an, an insane production. So I think more of you will be interested in spectating rather than participating. We encourage participation, obviously, but even if you don't want to do that, we're going to be streaming it on the dropshot.com slash live, and it's going to be really fucking fun. We're actually, I'm actually really excited to do this. How well, how much of a disaster do you think it will be? It's going to be a disaster. Of six to 10. 9.8. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a disaster. Like having to pull up people's streams, I, it's going to be a disaster. But apparently I never, I watch the big tournaments, but I watch it from the player perspective. So apparently when they actually get casted, I guess that's what they do. They just pull up the player streams and cast it from yes. there. 
So mm-hmm. I don't know. It sounds pretty weird, but whatever. Um, yeah, I was wondering if like we need to go over specifics with that. Like, do we need to say things like, "Captains, we don't want you to even have a face cam on" or anything like that? Do we no. care about that type of stuff? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I think what because I have been kind of studying casting of these tournaments study, but yeah i have been i've been watching them and when i otherwise wouldn't okay. and what it what they seem to do is that i'll have like fucking l stream up it'll be full screen and then i'll have our stupid faces on it and then if i want to switch to a different perspective i'll switch to like this screen we're on now so that you don't see me fumbling through fucking firefox tabs and then once I'm full screen and ready to go on the next person, I'll say like, all right, we're going to our next fucking asshole. Yeah. Jake. And then like, we'll switch scenes back and it'll look like pretty good. But yeah, the face cam thing. I don't, I don't know. Oh, I mean, you know what they do actually, what? I think they don't have their face cams at all. When they're spectating another stream. I think they just have no, like, our faces won't be on oh, the screen. Oh, yeah. oh, we need to get all that stuff set up, get an overlay and everything set up, or, yeah, we need to do that. Cool. It'll be, it'll be easy, but yeah, 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 Because for that, I don't think we'd use any overlay at all. Actually, maybe a little one, maybe a little banner at the top. Yeah, dude, we should do that. You know what? We should do that. We, here's what we need. We need something that's like, horizontally along most of the top of the screen that says like the drop shot rebirth island open or rebirth island patron it's an open. invitational it's sort of I it's like to open call it to patrons we can call it we'll call it an invitational it's not but we'll call it that yeah uh so we just need that and then that'll be the only so we'll basically have a monitor capture but it'll have that image on top so that'll be like at the top and then the stream. I, I don't think. I don't know if our computer is going to be able to handle having 10 plus Google Chrome tabs open with live streams playing. Yeah, it's going to be. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. So I let's mean, put a, can, um, of course, let, I have a stream PC. Let, let's put a donation a, goal up real quick just to get oh, a new right, PC built. Yeah, just right. for this. Yeah, you're right. Yep, so, you're right. Yeah, let me get right on that. All the donations. I forgot about that. And you're right. I can't have 10 Chrome tabs open on my $5,000 PC. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, let's exactly. get a let's get yeah. a little. Let's <laughs> let's go yeah. going, so. Cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that'll be on uh, the, the 12th at a time. Next Saturday. Next Saturday, the 12th. Yep, at some time. So 1 p.m. It's gonna Pacific. Be, it's going to be really fun. And for those of you who watch the gunfight tournament, uh, it's going to be similar to that. But Tanner and I have refined our casting abilities. You haven't done anything. I've been practicing. We've, you Stop the cap. We've refined our... Okay. Our uh, our abilities, and we've we've honed in on what we're gonna do. So it's gonna be really good. Uh, also, uh, why is this in the announcements? I guess I'll what? say this. Uh, Tanner and I played some pubs, Rebirth, Resurgence. It was quite fun. So Tanner and I got some new graphics for our gameplay streams. So like overlays and shit, and transitions and stuff. They're awesome. Uh, and when we unveiled those yesterday, uh, uh, we also played Rebirth on stream for the first time, perhaps ever, uh, actually. Have we ever streamed Rebirth Island before? Uh, when Verdansk 84 was coming out, yeah, when all that was going on. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. 
So do that again. What was your experience like playing that video game? Uh, Rebirth was a lot of fun. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Because um, it's not like it's super intense and there's not as many cheaters. Those are the two biggest things, honestly. It's like we don't have those issues. And it's just... Yeah, it's just chaotic, but it's still fun to me. Like, I don't I don't see it getting old super quickly. I see me wanting to switch back and forth between Verdansk and Rebirth. But I don't know. I think I can play both of them. They're both really fun. Uh, Rebirth is a great change of pace if you're kind of just getting bored. It's a great way to practice with, with guns and everything, by the way, especially on Resurgence. Like True. using guns you're not that comfortable with, like, say, uh, the Cold War MP5, if you're not that good with it, it's a great way to learn it because there's a lot of close action. And, you know, if you die relatively quickly or something, you know, you, you're you in a new game and then you can edit your loadout and make some changes to it. So it's a, it's a great way to practice um, instead of like plunder where everyone only has one plate basically because they never find any plates. So yes. in this, people are always plated up and it's a better example of what it's actually like in Verdansk for sure. So I had a lot of fun. I agree. And another thing that was really cool about it was um, I could see people in the game. Like that's something as a as a Warzone player that I'm really not used to is being able to see other players on my screen. That's really cool, actually. Uh, I don't know yeah. if many of you have played a bunch of other games before, but usually how it works is that you can see enemy players on your screen when they're on your screen. In Warzone, you can't. That's something that's taken a lot of getting used to for me. But when I, when I go back to Rebirth Island, I can actually see people. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, especially now that they changed up the, the lighting or whatever. Uh, it absolutely looks different. It looks a lot different, and it looks a lot better. The visibility is actually, like, good on Rebirth Island. That's fantastic. Yeah. It looks so it, good. You can look east. And have a gunfight. Imagine. <laughs> yeah. Um, imagine looking east in the video game war zone. It's just crazy. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's Holy absolutely shit. insane. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's been really fun. So I guess the reason we announced this was to say expect more Rebirth Island gameplay. For sure. Uh, in the gameplay streams. We're still definitely going to play Warzone, but we're going to be playing this a little bit too. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious how much will like Rebirth Island royale as opposed to resurgence what do you um think? yeah like i played it but it's been a while honestly i don't know i think resurgence is really fun i think that's what makes rebirth feel like rebirth is resurgence itself actually not so much like playing mini royale i don't think is as fun like i think of rebirth and i think of playing resurgence trios or resurgence quads yeah the, mm -hmm. preferably quads so i like that better yeah interesting i'm excited to try royale because resurgence is really fun because it's just basically like playing multiplayer with armor plates but i would like to see how it feels to play a br on a map where i can see people uh but it's like a different smaller map so it's still more fast paced than warzone yeah i'm curious to see what that's going to be like so keep your eyes peeled for that too once that's available I think it is always available in different like configurations or like team sizes. So we'll we'll get into that pretty soon, I'm sure. So yeah. um 
next announcement on Friday, we are going to be showcasing. So we have, again, as I said, new overlays, all that shit, new alerts. We have text-to-speech enabled. I don't. So we can scam you even more. 300 bits or three fucking bucks. And it'll be spoken unless it's like TOS and then it won't be unless you get past the filter, which you probably could, but, but please don't. Uh, uh, so get scammed. Uh, we're fucking XQC now. Um, we're landmark now. Uh, we, uh, we, what's it called? We're going to be playing the video game on Friday. Well, yeah, we are going to be doing that. We, we showed that we unveiled this. Thank you. First, thank you, me. I don't know why I said that. Uh, Tuesday, but Tanner's gonna Tanner has his new shit set up too. So come check that out on Friday. Uh, and we are also going. By the way, we don't have text to speech in the podcast, so save your bits if you're trying to be a dipshit or spend save them, them for Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Uh. Uh. Yeah. On Saturday or Friday, gameplay stream. Tanner will be hosting dropshot.com/live. And we're going to be having a special guest you've never seen before. Alex, tell me, what are your thoughts on this special guest, Tanner? All I know is, I'm not kidding, I would be shocked if we didn't win 95% of the games. We simply aren't going to lose, right? How are we going to lose? of course true. How are we yeah. going to lose with the squad we have planned? Yeah, we have quite the squad I mean, we were, playing with the, we were playing with the B squad, you know? Me, you, goat, and L. L is 400 meters away, opposite side of the island, every fucking time. And we still won every single game, just about. You know? Yes. I mean, we, we're yes. not going to lose. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, true. I'm very excited for this special guest. Yeah. Now, he's going to flake on us, of course. But if he doesn't, it's going to be both fun and exciting. So, uh, yeah, make sure you guys tune in for that. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a good fucking time. Yeah. Um, Oh, and then two last announcement, really. Many of you have been asking, what's your fucking loadout? Make a loadout spreadsheet. Like I'm like I work in a cubicle, uh, which is a fine idea, but I haven't done it yet. However, today doing some research for the program, I was watching a true game data video and he was talking about how he is working on player profiles for his website where you can like make your account on truegamedata.com public so people can go to your profile on true game data and look at all your class setups and that is what we are going to probably be doing for your what are your attachments needs we're going to make a profile we're going to make it public we will edit it there and then you can fucking pull it up so I thought this was a Dope. really cool idea because it shows like stats and shit too. It's actually very cool. Now, I don't know if Tanner knows how to use a computer and can pull this image up. So maybe he can, maybe he can't. But if he can, then you can take a little sneak peek. I just took this little snippet yeah, let me, from his uh, video. Let me change the... Uh... Um, I... I I don't care. He it, can't do it, it. It doesn't matter. He's old. He's dying. No, it's because the scene doesn't work because it never has the correct source. Your brain doesn't work. It. That's fine. Okay. Cool. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Take our word for it. 
We won't be you doing don't, there's nothing to even look at. It doesn't matter. You can save profiles. It's that simple. It's you don't a need to picture. fucking it's look at anything. Picture. It's an excellent picture. It's not. It's, Stop the it's cap. A, it's not. It's an excellent picture. Stop the cap. And we will be doing that for your, what are your attachments needs? I know Tanner has like an Excel spreadsheet right now. Yeah, that Nick just linked or pulled up. But um, this is what we're doing going forward. It's really cool because like you can look at the, the loadout of the person, like the five attachments they have. And it'll also show like the DPS chart or the TTK chart for FPS players uh, and, um, you know, like velocity, uh, hip fire spread, all that shit will just be right there. It's actually very cool. So we're going to be using that. So with that said, Tanner, anything else you would like to announce today? No, I think we're good for the announcements other than our PO box openings here. All right. Then in that case, let's open some PO box. Is. So I'm going to get those. Now, I will also say, uh, let's see, this one's light as shit. So we'll open that first because it's probably trash unless it's built. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that one's been see. here longer, too. That one we got okay. about a week plus ago. About a week ago. Call me Bobby. Um. Oh, yeah. We had one thing in the P.O. box and it said it was just a slip. That said, like, come to the front desk for this item. And the line was just out of the door. Yeah, the it's PO always box, really, it's at the very post long at times. Can I ask, what the fuck is anyone doing in line at a post office? No, it's I mean, funny. We host a podcast, so we have an excuse to need to go to a, a, the, the fucking clerk at the post office. Yeah, what are you doing but what there? the fuck is everyone else doing there? What could you possibly need to go to the clerk at the P.O.? the post office for what do people do that for i don't there know actually like six people seven people in line at fucking 2 30 p.m on a wednesday at the post office why wait till I all those people get off understand. work at like 4 35 it's insane there's so many yeah. people i bet i bet yeah i don't know get a mailbox I, I, yeah it just I, doesn't it makes me so Well, they're mad. not even doing that because they would just go and grab their items from the P.O. box if that were the case. I don't know what they're doing. They're always, like, asking dumb questions or something. I, yeah. So, I mean... It's always just boomers asking questions that can be answered instantly if they Googled it. That's what it is. True. True. So, anyways, there's one package that if you sent it, sorry, the United States Postal Service has commandeered that package. Yeah, and so we'll get that. who knows when we'll get it? We'll get it. Frankly. I'll try going again tomorrow. If it's not busy, we'll try to grab it, but I don't know. I don't know why yeah. they didn't just put it in the P.O. box. So if it was That's like a food too. item, it simply ruined. You didn't tell us. So I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, they don't would do send that. perishables, as we've said before, and we will say again. Just don't say, send perishables. Well, especially, yeah, now with this dog shit postal service, just not giving them things to us. Yeah, and it's also, you know, I mean, 100 degrees outside, so it'll perish before it even arrives at the post office, really. And also stop packaging things well. Uh, uh, stop <laughs> what it. What does that mean? This is taking entirely too much effort. I'd rather the package just fall apart in transit than have to go through this. Well, that person didn't Absolute. package it. That they don't package anything. It ships from like Amazon and other places. People oh, don't care Amazon. about people don't care about us enough to package their own packages. Bro, look at this. There's twine. Amazon. That's a I've tape. Many Amazon packages. That's a tape. Amazon does not use twine. That's packing okay? tape. Nope, it's twine. Stop the cap. Got it. Yeah. It's it's twine. It's that simple. Okay. okay. So by the way, 
This was addressed to Casey. Okay, so that's me. Is it? Is it? That is me. This is a... Show it to the camera. It says fragile on it. Oh, boy. I don't know what this is. Oh, God. So let's find out. <laughs> oh, boy. Maybe it's flashlight number two. It kind of we'll looks see. like it, yeah. It is it is cylindrical, so it could be. <laughs> or it's a postal, uh, poster, maybe? Oh, it's fucking glitter, dude. You son of a bitch. Now, luckily, I opened this over my trash can because I had a feeling. There's a little bit of glitter here, but... Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, most of it is in my trash can. There's a, there's a magazine I got, in fact, from the post office. And you can see it there. Oh, Maybe it's all on it. Fantastic. Yeah, so I put that in the trash can, so... So it's cool. right in the trash where it belongs. Yeah, so good one, bud. <laughs> Get fucking scammed. Yeah. Interesting. That's yeah, a pretty cool little, little device. It's got the spring. Now, it should I, have been a pipe bomb. I, I was going to say, I wish it were a bomb. That would have been yeah. better, but... It should have been a bomb. You so. know. Anyway, all right. Well, thanks. Good one, bud. And then this next one is very heavy. And it is addressed to the Drop Shop podcast. Ooh. This Let's may be from Slivo. Be. He sent something that I know is getting it here is on June 1st. Super heavy, actually. When did this When did this arrive, do you know? Let me check the DMs. I think it oh, arrived it yesterday. Amazon. Yeah, I guess it was packing tape actually. Uh yeah, half of it was delivered yesterday. The other part is coming in a few days. Oh god. Okay. Well, this is for you, bud. You will for sure know who gets what. That's what he you. said. Well, yeah. Okay. So, first, this is for Tanner. This is... Fancy <laughs> Feast cat food. Let's go. Seafood, too. Balling out, dude. Grilled collections. So. Oh, my God. They're going to be balling the fuck out. Let's go. Just balling. And then, also, we have... Um, let's see here. Oh, a thermometer. Let's go. You got it. I got the thermometer, boys. Open let's it up. Absolutely fucking go. Open dude. it up. Oh, yeah. I, I wonder if I have to, like, put batteries in it or some shit. Oh, there's two thermometers. Let's go, dude. Nice. All right. So let's see. I can put one in my room then, too. I wonder how these work. It did not come with instructions. Well, you simply hang it up. I mean, is it somewhere. like already working? So know. right now it says 81. That's about, that's probably about right. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's awful, dude. Oh, it's the worst. And the other one's a hygrometer. I don't know what that word means. But that says 42. I'm assuming that's like humidity or something. Interesting. So cool. Uh anyway, yeah. Nice. I, I am gonna have to figure out how to hang these up. But there is a little thing here. Oh, I can just stand it, dude. Let's fucking go. Now I'm just even more mad because now I know just how fucking hot it is yeah. in this room. You shouldn't even have asked Jesus for it. Christ. Now you're furious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just a reminder of how insufferable it is in here. So Alright, well if that was from Sliv, thank you, buddy. I Fucking appreciate it. 
two of them too. Maybe maybe I'll give you one, Tanner. Maybe I'll fuck around and. Do give you, you want one. me to have one? Because then you're gonna ask what the temperature is, true. and it's gonna be you 15 degrees cooler. You're right. Yours, I will so. throw this away. Yeah, true. So or just All have. Right. Put them. Put one down by your computer so you know the heat it's giving off, and then put the oh other one God. somewhere else. It's gonna. It's yeah. It's. I guess it like comes with batteries. Whatever. You don't. Anyway. Yeah. Just. It's a thermometer. You don't need batteries. I'll take it. I'll take it. Sliv, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Now I just need that fucking razor, dude. Then we'll be all set. I'm gonna have to buy one soon if you guys don't fuck around and give it to me. Now my cats so. can eat too. Let's go. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah. For a week, you have 90 of them, so. All right. That's got it. it. Um. Anything else, Tanner? Nope. All Jesus right. Jesus Christ! 45 minute announcements. 35. That's how it normally goes. Got it. You know the vibes. All right. If you're listening for the jingle, here it is. By the way, maybe the item they're holding is the pipe bomb. Could be that. Mean? The one they didn't give us, they said come to the front oh, desk. It's probably because that one's the pipe be. bomb. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly could So we be. think this is a pipe bomb. Do you want to open it or do you want us to? Yeah, I don't know how a thermometer works. Thermometers don't need batteries? Oh, they have like mercury in them, huh? Yep. Interesting. Well. They have something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Cool. All right. Welcome to the show, boys and girls. Today, we are getting started with playlist updates as always. Uh, Warzone playlist update is live. Uh, we have Plunder Trios. And Rebirth Island Resurgence Quads, as Tanner and I were doing on Tuesday uh, in Warzone, obviously. And then nothing really for Cold War uh, different than, like, last week when we covered them. So we also have Double Weapon XP going live in Cold War and Warzone from June 4th at 10 a.m., which I believe is Friday, to June 7th at 10 a.m. Pacific time, of course, which is Monday. So that is that. And now we are on to patch notes. Uh, Cold War, May 27th. Relatively small patch. Um, not much here, really. Uh, a couple interesting things about multi-team, though. So multi-team elimination now has map voting. And uh, pings will now follow players around for like five seconds. Fantastic. Like Warzone does. Yeah, which is cool. Um, and then also... Kills are granting more XP now, making this maybe a good way to level guns, actually. I don't know how much XP they would need to give to make this, like, better than plunder, but I would imagine not much more. So, uh, yeah, this might be a good way to level guns at this time. So, I don't know. But uh, everything else in the patch was not really worth covering, so there is that. I'm glad there's map voting. Um, That's actually pretty big. It's a good change. Uh, yeah, that's true, too. That's true, too, actually. Yeah. Unfortunately, there was nothing about the loot, uh, uh, like, pool. Well, you just didn't look hard enough. Like that. Are they in there? No, I'm saying you don't look hard enough around the map for the loot. Oh, got it. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it, you know what? Actually, in, that, in those notes, they were saying, like, oh, um... It had like a little strategy section at the top 
and I don't need strategy from people who don't play the game, but one thing they said was like, if you don't want to get in a bunch of action, land on the outskirts of the map and then go like around the forest where there's a lot of loot. Like they actually said that in those patch notes, which is uh, interesting, but that does kind of comport with what we were saying. Cause about... they listen to us. Yeah. It's that simple. Oh, they're listeners. Yeah. That's of yeah. course true. So yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. That's pretty much it uh, for cold war. And then also on Warzone, May 27th, this is more interesting to talk about. So, Cargo truck spawn rates. Now, this is what we said about cargo trucks, right? They, it was obvious they were talking about cargo trucks when they said they were going to change something for solos. We thought they would remove cargo trucks because that would make sense. That would, yeah. Right? But did they do that? No, of course not. Instead, what they did, they reduced the number of trucks from a range of 16 to 20 before to exactly five and always five now. Cool. So what does that mean? Well, there are fewer cargo trucks now, but they're now just even better than they were before. Makes them way more valuable. Exactly. Just like reducing the number of stopping powers on the ground is not at all the change we wanted. Same with cargo trucks. So now there's a static five. It's interesting that there were 16 to 20. And I wonder where the static five spawn now, but that just makes them so much better than they were before. And I think, I don't even know if this helps or not in solos. What do you think? I mean, it helps theoretically because there's still less, but I, if I play solos, which I don't because I'm not an absolute idiot, uh, if you see a Bertha, you simply either use it or you need to destroy it instantly. So if people are thinking that way and they're destroying it, then it's okay. But they probably aren't. And so the final circle is still going to have Bertha's in it, I would imagine. Because people are going to keep... They're going to find those at the beginning of the game and they're going to keep them the entire game because they know it's valuable. So they're going to try their best to keep it up and make it all the way to the end with it. True. True. I mean, maybe they're just testing it out, hopefully, instead of just wanting to remove it entirely, maybe this will work okay, and they'll see the issue fixed, um, like, entirely. But if not, then, you know, they can always just go back and take all of them out. Yeah. And according to chat, somebody, Pib, is saying the final circles haven't been any Berthas at all. So that's good. Again, I don't play solos, and I don't want to. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I would say... I'll just add that, yeah, they are more valuable, but it does, in fairness, reduce almost certainly the number at the end, which is arguably when they're the most cancer. So that's something. I think overall this is probably good. I will also say, even if you're playing solos, it doesn't take that many shots to kill a truck. So, like, just start shooting it. Dump, like four AR mags and it'll be dead before that. Now that's a lot of ammo, obviously. Yeah. But it's unlikely you're going to have to solo finish a full health Bertha. Uh, so just shoot them as soon as you see them. If you know, they're going to be a problem for you later Just start getting shot. Yeah. But on. also like if you're running in the open or something, uh, there's nothing you can do if a Bertha's coming towards you. Like you can't blow it up in time if it's coming straight at you to run you over. So, Ultimately, it'd be better if they were just gone entirely, but 
at least they did something. I mean, cutting it down to like what twenty five percent of the spawn rate they were at. That's pretty good, but I would yeah. still like to see it be even more. Yeah, twenty percent, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I agree. Or just make them less tanky. It's just dumb that you can't shoot people out of them. Like, I would prefer they have small windows, but the windows are just like the windows of like a like the SUV. Like you can get headshotted out of the SUV. It's kind of hard to do, but you can do it. You can die, you know. But the cargo truck is like bulletproof glass too. Like you can get a headshot straight on and it won't be a kill with like a sniper. Like you just can't do it. Yeah, I think it's, that's it's kind of really neat. It's to super change. messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, so that's what I would say about that. But anyways, um, also fixed a bug where vehicles could down or kill squad mates. So that's good. I'm glad they fixed um, that. Supposedly they fixed it. So we'll see. Um, and then the AMAX was changed uh, pretty substantially. So the headshot multiplier decreased from 1.62 to 1.5. So this is just another nerf on the back of its last nerf. And this is what they said about it. The AMAX has continued to display disproportionate levels of dominance over the long-range assault rifle space. As we continue our efforts to slowly raise the time to kill, we feel the best course of action here is to reduce the power level of outliers rather than increase others to meet it. Which I kind of agree with. We believe it will take some time to uh, adjust to a landscape where the AMAX is not the undisputed king of long-range automatic weapons. It already isn't. You did enough. But we feel like this will be a net positive given how many more weapons we expect to be introduced into viability with this update. Our hope is that this change will present players with an opportunity to showcase and expand their mastery over a multitude of weapons. Okay. So, Tanner, headshot multiplier 1.62 to 1.5. What are your thoughts? Uh, it's a nice little subtle change that's not going to just completely destroy the AMAX. Because as we said, the AMAX should still be good. It's not the easiest gun to control. It's also not really that difficult to control. I don't care what people say. True. It's not that hard to control. Uh, I guess maybe if you're on fucking 40 field of view on a console, then it's hard to control. Yeah, because the recoil is going to seem like it's a lot worse. But um, it should do more damage because it's more difficult to control. But this headshot multiplier, that's not that big. 1.62 to 1.5. I mean, that's that's hardly anything. So, um, I think this is fine. I I don't know. It almost... I don't even know if it needed to be done, really. Um, but also, it's like, when you're shooting at range like that with an assault rifle, I feel like you're not usually hitting headshots anyways. At least I'm not. It's not like it's a car 98 at 100 meters. You're just... You're shooting, and if you get a headshot, then it lands a lucky headshot. But it's like, you're not specifically aiming for the head whatsoever usually which is like that's when the amax used to shine is at long distances and so it's not even really going to affect anything there i don't think so i don't know this the gun doesn't feel any different for me at all i also uh, haven't yeah. been using it a ton since this i've been using mm. the cold war ak more but felt exactly the same to me really i've been i've still been seeing like plenty of people use it uh mm-hmm I like yeah, this change. I like this change. Um, I don't know. 
I don't know what this means for like how many more headshots you need now to get the same time to kill or if it's even possible. Because if this increases the number of shots to kill possible, then it's like pretty impactful, but also not a total nerf. So I like this. I agree with you. And at long range, you're not really going to be landing like a ton of headshots. Uh, I mean, you kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I like it though. I, I, I mean, people are still using it, but it doesn't feel super OP to me. Like when I die to it or kill with it, it feels just like it's like a good gun. It's still know? what all like the pro players are still using right now. So yeah. Yeah. So it's still good. So I like this change for sure. Uh, and I'm a fan of it. So that's what they did to the Amax. Uh, Farah, 83. Recoil pattern adjusted, which I believe they meant buff. Uh, and then hip fire spread increased. So worse hip fire, but better recoil. We have not yet settled on the identity of the Farah 83. We'd like to see it as a long range, viable AR. And in that light, we have smoothed out its recoil to be easier to control at range. We're also increasing its hip spread so it's slightly less effective in close quarters. That's cool. So they're just trying to like make this a weapon that's just not going to be that good up close, but it's going to be really good far. Yeah, who is hip firing with a far though, anyways? I mean, no one actually <laughs> hip fires with it. That's yeah, true. Ever. But if you like start shooting and someone's like up close to you, your hip fire spread does matter in that case. I, kinda, I see what you're saying, but I, I like this. I don't see anyone use the far though. What they need, dude, what the Farah might need more than anything is a fucking faster reload time, actually. The Farah has awful reload. That is very true. Yeah. That is very true. It's, like, really bad. Like, I, I like it when I get it as, like, ground loot because it's really good. It's strong. But the fucking reload is so dog shit. Like, it's I don't, crazy. I don't know what LMG. the actual time is, but I swear it feels like it's a full second slower than like an Amax or something else. That's why yeah, I, I really like really the bad. Cold War AK right now, too, is because its fire rate isn't insane, so you don't blow through bullets that fast, and it has a super fast reload time. Like, it's just perfect. And that's what the Farah needs, is a better reload time. Yeah, yeah the, I think that would be nice. The Farah is looking good right now. I've always preferred the Farah to the Krig. I, something about the Krig I simply hate. I don't like I don't like That's how it so sounds. Weird. I love the Krig. I don't like how it looks. It bug it just bugs me. So I like the so Farah. I like the Farah a lot better, but still it's been hard to use this with uh, how much fun I've been having with the Cold War AK. Cuz like we'll talk about that a little bit more when we get into the optics here, but I, it's just so smooth now and I don't see any need to even use a different assault rifle right now, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, true. The Cold War AK. Do you think the Cold War AK gets a nerf? soon no because there's still not that many people using it because people don't know to try it or anything really so it's simply being underutilized i mean it has way less recoil now a cold war ak with the axial three times optic on it has way less recoil than an amax with a vlk on it so if you don't like the amax because you think it has too much recoil Use the Cold War AK because it's even easier to control. True. A lot yeah. easier. And it feels like just as chunky, actually. It feels like it, it honestly feels like it kills faster to me, but it definitely has worse bullet velocity. So yeah. like at extreme mm -hmm. distances when you shouldn't really be using an AR anyways, but if you don't have a sniper and you kind of have to take the shots, the Amax is still going to be better, even though it has more recoil. But like within, I would say... 
even like 100 meters probably, but mostly like 75 meters and closer, I think the Cold War AK is way better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. True. True. I, I agree. Uh, and that's how people, a lot of people are using it, is like with a sniper. Myself included. I fucking love that gun. It's fun to use as fuck. I was using I it with an SMG on Rebirth, and I'll do that again on Friday if you guys want to yeah. see it. It felt yeah. good. I, I want to try the Farah now, dude. Yeah. Maybe should I haven't tried too. the Farah like literally since season three reloaded. Yeah. Came out. So I gotta give that a shot. Um so yeah, that's interesting. Uh and then the optics were changed. Uh the Axial Arms 3X, the Royal and Cross 4X, and the Susat Multi-Zoom. All they said about it was optic reworked. Uh basically what they did. So for like the Axial 3X, for example, they made it look basically identical to a VLK with like the T-Pose reticle. Um, and you can still change the reticle. So if you don't want to use that, you can change it to one of the Cold War ones. But the Axial Arms 3X now looks and behaves virtually the same as a VLK. So now you can basically put a VLK on a Cold War gun. Yeah. Uh, and people are really liking it. And now... It doesn't zoom quite as much though. I did notice that because it, it feels pretty similar. But I picked up some kid's dog shit AMAX. Embarrassing using an AMAX on Rebirth in June of 2021. It's embarrassing. But I picked up somebody's AMAX and I noticed that right away. I was like, dude, a VLK does have quite a bit more zoom than an Axial three times, actually. Really? It, that's what it felt like. Now, maybe it was just in my dumb head because of like, like the, like the outside view. I don't know how to explain it but like maybe like um like I the view the of, might take of like the housing or something yeah maybe that like screwed it up but it felt like it zoomed in way more to me interesting yeah it could i don't know exactly precisely how much each of them zoom but it certainly feels way closer to a vlk than it used to and just as importantly the fucking scope takes up less of your screen like a lot so your peripheral vision now with the the Axial and the Royal and Cross and the Multi-Zoom is way better now. Because instead of the scope being like in your entire fucking screen, it's just like in the center, like a VLK is. And maybe even better than a VLK, actually. It might have better peripheral vision than a VLK. Uh, and everyone's pleased with this, myself included. And, and it kind of puts all of these Cold War ARs in a new light. Like, this is what True Game Data was saying. Uh, he was like, we kind of all thought that these Cold War ARs all just had a lot of recoil, but actually, it's just we were all trying to use fucking sniper scopes on them. And if you put a sniper scope on a RAM, it's going to look like it exactly. has the same recoil yeah, too. Exactly. But it actually doesn't. So now that we have an optic to use, it's like all of a sudden all these Cold War ARs now become like way better because now you can control the recoil because you're not zoomed in so fucking much or not at all. And that was kind of the option before. There was no middle ground, and now there is. Yeah. So I'm, exactly. I'm a huge fan of these optics. And I wonder if they're going to change other optics as well. I don't know what else they would change. Yeah, I don't know either. But either way, great change, and they did a good job with that. So that was really good. Uh, and we have some before and after pictures, which we will not be showing you. Yeah. They, what were you going to yeah. say? Um, so the fourth times Royal and Cross to me is awful i think it has a way smaller sight picture than an amax 
And so it, I feel like it zooms in more and you have a smaller sight picture. So it makes the recoil seem really bad. Also, uh, what, what do they say is the high or is the high zoom sensitivity multiplier? Does it say that in the settings? Cause the four times definitely has the high zoom sensitivity oh, multiplier. Really? I noticed that immediately just from a gun Ye- I picked up. So this isn't confirmed, wow. but it sure felt like it. So if you use a lower sensitivity, um, for the high zoom multiplier, like if you use a sniper, you can set that to uh, what is default? I guess it's just one. so you can set that a lot of people said it's like 0.8 0.9 so that when they're zoomed in with a car you have lower sensitivity um i'm pretty sure the four times optic takes that into effect so you may if you're using that optic you may want to just get rid of that multiplier because i felt like i moved way slower when i was trying to aim around with that optic than i did it three times now maybe it's just in my head because it was zooming in further but it definitely felt like it was slower all around so i it says in the settings so yeah check that for sure that's a good point yeah so i think the four times optic is awful and i strongly would recommend not using it ever interesting i mean i'm i'm never going to use it and and i didn't equip it i was just using guns that i picked up yeah the really side bad. picture is definitely worse too uh oh for sure. yeah way worse yeah yeah so uh, anyways, uh, that's all, all in all, very good change. Um, yeah, I want to try, fuck, I want to try the Faro with that 3X, dude. I'm actually pretty excited to give that a go. Yeah, that'll be I'm nice. I'm going to do that next time. Uh, but anyways, uh, also, and by the way, these are not all the patch notes. This is what we thought was, like, relevant. This is most of them in this case, though. Uh, muzzles, suppressors on LMGs, ADS speed increased from 2% to 3.5%. And sprint to fire speed increased from four to five percent. So this is not for the like agency or GRU suppressors on LMGs, which is probably what you'd want to use anyway, but maybe not. This is for like the regular suppressor, like yeah. the third option for muzzles or whatever. Now the ADS faster and the sprint to fire is even better. That's actually pretty fucking interesting. Um and especially now with like the 3X not zooming in fucking 80 times. To- 80 times that might make lmgs pretty disgusting because even before the optic rework these were really good um and now it's going to be like super easy to control a fucking rpd or a uh stoner in warzone with like a workable optic and then you could even fuck around and throw on this suppressor and get like faster ads time that's actually kind of crazy. A stoner is probably nutty right now with the three Dude, times. Yeah, true. Holy shit. I want to try that, too. I just thought about about that because of this note. Yeah, I mean, just just this optic change uh, affects like all of the assault, all of the Cold War assault rifles and the LMGs by quite a bit, really. Because, um, yeah, this was like that was the issue with them all along is like the, like the guns themselves don't really have too much recoil well some of them do but it's just the fact that you were using a sniper scope on all of them so yeah a, a sniper scope on a stoner of course it's going to be a little hard to control yeah you know? yeah and it should True. be agreed agreed that'll be interesting i'm excited to try that too uh it's too bad that like five milliwatt on an LMG isn't like a tack laser like it is for snipers though. Yeah. Although I'm actually kind of glad because they would just be so busted at that point. Yeah, right. The LMGs are so good. Um, but anyways, also the new AMP 63 pistol is now available in Cold War and Warzone. 
now, I haven't seen it fucking once in Warzone. And I have a couple reasons why that might be the case. Number one, here's how you unlock it. Get five kills with a pistol in 20 completed matches of Cold War. Now, that's probably four hours of game time. That's awful. That is so much, dude. That is a lot of game time. Yeah. So that's a change it for sure. I don't know why the fuck they did this. But you absolutely do have to complete the matches. I'm like 10 out of 20 of the way done with this. Uh, and it won't even show the progress until the match is over. So you have to like manually count like an asshole five pistol kills. So that's probably why no one's been fucking using it in Warzone yet is because they're like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm not unlocking this. But also what I've heard is that uh, it's not very good in Warzone either. But I haven't really seen or heard much other than that Do which you means it's dog shit yeah there um i've heard it's really bad from what i've seen i know actually jay got put out a video on it. i didn't watch it though but i saw who did, was i watching that was using it i think it was just a clip that i saw it was awful dude the time to kill i'm not kidding looked worse than a ground loop milano it looked so bad which is fine which is fine and great in my opinion it's fine and it's great so um, I like that. I don't want a busted, you know, fully automatic pistol again. So yeah, cool. But you know, that just means with all the weapon balancing they've been doing, that just tells me that it'll receive a buff at some point. It'll, well, no, yeah, like it'll, no, no, no. It, it'll probably actually get buffed, but not to the point that it's overpowered. Yeah. It'll have something like how like the Psychov does a ton of damage, but like you keep complaining about, it has horrible mobility. Dude, you know, it's really bad. So it'll, yeah. you know, it'll probably end up being something like that at some point. They'll nerf it. And it's still like you won't see people using it, but it will be like somewhat of a viable option. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That which is good. I, I want it to be worthless, which it, which yeah. it apparently is. <laughs> so that's great. Yeah. yeah. Fuck automatic pistols. Take them out of the game. I kind of like, uh, and it's probably Raven is like, uh, we're not, I don't care if this is good in Cold War, we're not doing it for Warzone. It's yeah. just, I'm not doing it. So that's good. Uh, and now just one hidden patch note I wanted to go over. Exclusive Ace on a hidden Bullfrog nerf. Uh, he released a video. This will, of course, be in the show notes. Um, and not really much to talk about other than this. The bullet velocity used to be five ton, uh, 520 meters per second base, and it is now 350 meters per second base, uh, which is dog shit. Awful. Now, you can improve that velocity with barrels and with, like, an agency suppressor, but still really bad base, and you can only improve it so much. And one thing he was saying, he was, like, comparing it to the LC-10, and Ace was like, yeah, after this... It's just, there's no reason to use it over, like, an LC-10. LC-10 is just better now. Now, oh, I don't know if that's Jake's totally molding. true. I mean, why, it, why is Jake molding? Jake hates Jake? the LC-10. Well, uh, Interesting. one thing the Bullfrog does have, though, is an 85-round magazine, right? So it exactly. still has that going for it. True. I wouldn't say it's unusable. And also, Ace, it's an SMG. Yeah. Bullet velocity isn't nearly as important as on a sniper rifle or an assault rifle or something. But that's True. a that's a big hit going from 520 meters per second down to 350 base. Um, 
Which it, it kind of makes sense because what people were using the bullfrog for because it had low recoil and was easy to control is that it was kind of like a longer range SMG. True. So Good point. essentially it's Good now point. just going to be better up close still, but not so much at that range. Yeah. Uh, I would actually rather see it compared to like a MAC-10 because the MAC-10 is definitely used more often and that you can reach out pretty far and hit people with. So I would have, have rather have seen him compare it to that. So that'd be interesting. I don't know what the MAC-10's base velocity is, but it doesn't seem bad at all. So I would imagine now the MAC-10 is even better at range than the Bullfrog is in terms of bullet velocity if it wasn't already. I would, yeah, I would I would agree with that. And um, yeah, the... Ace made an interesting point. He was like, Raven has not been doing hidden patch notes lately. So this was actually probably just like an accident. So it might get changed back or changed to or boosted a little bit. Now it'll be on their radar too. So they will probably change this pretty soon, I would assume. Because yeah. I think this is like the lowest velocity of all the SMGs. They and do there's just no reason for them to do that. Yeah, like when, when things change or like when things are bugged and they supposedly didn't know about it, they have done a good job recently of pointing that out, uh, which there's actually something in the news here that we'll get into that's, you know, a topic like that kind of. And so I think you're right. I, I bet in like patch notes next week or something, they'll probably come out and either say like, yes, this was changed. We didn't realize it. We're going to keep it this way. Or they're going to say like, yes, this has been changed back or something. I don't think they'll yeah. just... um. They'll just let it slide, honestly, because they've done yeah. a good job at that. Agreed. Agreed. And yeah, so that's pretty much it for patch notes. And I would say on the Warzone front, pretty much all good changes other than that hidden one. But that, I, I again, I suspect is probably an accident. I agree with Ace on that. And the Amp 63 being dog shit is fantastic. Yeah. Fuck fully auto secondaries. It's cringe. Uh, so that's good. Only thing I don't like is the is the cargo trucks, actually. I think yeah. that's fucking dumb. Uh, just like stopping power, I think, is even worse, obviously. Uh, and and hey, here's a question, Tanner. Do you think we get a reduction in the amount of dead silence? I think we do. A reduction in the amount of stopping power. They're doing trucks? a good job listening to big content creators and people on Twitter in general. And I do think we'll see a reduction in dead silence in the coming weeks. Yeah. That'll be fantastic. Right. I, I agree with you. Now, personally, since they did the stopping power change, I have not found stopping power once. Of course, I've been killed to it 10 plus times. Yeah, I literally like have not found it other than when you do uh, when you unlock the vault in downtown plaza. That's the yeah. only time I've, I've found stopping power since they've nerfed the uh, the ground loop for it. Well, when you do all the work to get into the vault, specialist isn't good enough, so they have to also give you stopping power. Yeah. I mean, come on, Tanner. I mean, you have to loot come three on. boxes. It's insane to do. It's yeah. really hard. <laughs> it's just so tough. Yeah, and yeah. specialist isn't a good enough reward, so they give you, yeah. Yeah, so change it. Uh, and I did say it will be excellent when they reduce dead silence. Eh, I'm actually not so sure about that. I think it'll be better, kind of, but then it just makes dead silence even stronger. And then if uh, someone else has it and you don't, it's just so, so dumb. I wish they would just take all this shit out of the game, yeah. but whatever. I agree. It is what it is. Overall, good changes. So next part coming up here is news and upcoming changes. Uh, not a ton to go over, but a few little fun and exciting articles to cover. Um, so the first one we have here is simply, we've already talked about it. But I want to bring this up again. It was from Charlie Intel. 
It's an article, Warzone players call for developers to nerf the sun on Verdansk. You don't say. Hey, you don't say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, say, I can't look east, right? So uh, the Warzone sun glare is still a massive problem. Uh, I said last week, I think, during the pod, that I th think we will see rebirth lighting on Verdansk sometime soon. Uh, I mean, we we just have to. Rebirth looks so good. Rebirth actually looks excellent. Like it's it doesn't even feel like a Call of Duty game anymore because the visibility is so good. It looks fantastic. It's I really love good. Rebirth yeah. in its current state. So uh, I, I've noticed on Twitter more and more content creators are calling for a complete lighting overhaul. And I feel like personally, this will undoubtedly lead to changes in the lighting, even if it wasn't, you know, on their scope of things to do, because Raven has done a really good job listening to feedback. And, um, you know, I, it'd be great to look east and just not be fucking this sun in your eyes. I mean, if you're like, I'm not kidding. If you're facing east and somebody is at a higher elevation than you, cool, they're going to win the gunfight. If you're a 3.8 KD and they're a 0.47 they're strictly winning the gunfight because you can't see that person. Actually. So there's no skill involved actually. there. I mean, that's that's more randomized to a BR than fucking stopping power and dead silence, right? I would rather have the lighting change before I want to see dead silence removed because it's that bad. It's horrible right now. So, yeah, I've seen a bunch of the huge content creators recently on Twitter talking about this. So I do think this will lead to a change it's just kind of i don't know when uh last week i said i thought it'd be like within a month or so i don't think that's too much to ask for because i honestly i feel like it's not that difficult to do um so this i mean this simply just needs to come asap do you think like do you think asking for like a month from now is too soon or what do you think that's I, doable I, I think when you were talking about how that doing it on rebirth was like their trial run I think you were probably right about that. So I th I don't know how hard it would be. Seems like it wouldn't be that hard, but I'm not a fucking developer, so I don't exactly know. But I think it would be really easy because I think how these games engines work is they have like their own internal like physics. And I would imagine that applies to like lighting. So what they could do is just change like the properties of like the sun object on the map and whatever they did to rebirth do the same thing in verdansk i can't imagine it's much harder than that no. now i don't know for sure but i think that is i think it would be relatively easy to do so i think also like you said they started on rebirth to see how it would turn out because way fewer people play it and if they fucked it up it wouldn't be that big of a deal but everyone's been saying the rebirth lighting is amazing so if they're paying attention, which Raven appears to be, then I would expect it actually, I would hope for it pretty fucking soon. Who knows with Call of Duty, I've been shocked by Activision before, obviously for the worse, uh, but I would, I would be more surprised if the lighting never changed in Verdansk than if it did. Yeah. I agree with that. Just because they've already done it on Rebirth and everyone loves it. Yeah, why would... Yeah, it's like, why would they just change something on Rebirth for the better exactly. and then just leave Verdansk with shit lighting? It doesn't make any sense. Exactly. So yeah. it'll change at some point. It's just a matter of when, and I hope it's very soon. Like, for me, this is an absolute priority. This will entirely change the map. I mean, this seriously will make even... This will make me have to change my NVIDIA filters 
Because it's like, because that'll it'll just mess everything up again. So it'll be great. Um, I hope this is changed like tomorrow. This, I mean, I I can't wait for this. I know. True. I'm really looking forward to this. Hopefully, coming sooner rather than later. The only thing that I'm like, uh, like, did they announce they were changing rebirth lighting before they did it? No, nope. I don't think they, they did. Didn't say a goddamn thing. No. I wonder if they were going to change it in Verdansk, if that's something that they would announce. Because they teased reducing the number of Berthas in Solos. <laughs> right. Which is such a weird, like, odd... Yeah, like, like people hate that, but why tease that out of everything? Exactly. So if they're going to tease that, I would imagine it would make sense that they would definitely tease, hey, by the way, you'll be able to see people in Verdansk now. But who knows? One would think, I don't know. right? I don't know. And also, they did try to make it, because I remember them explicitly saying, like, oh, uh, we're, we're trying to improve visibility with 1980, Verdansk 1984 and make it easier to, like, see people in, like, dark corners or whatever. So to their brains, they might think, well, if we make it less bright, it'll be harder to see people. And that might make them hesitate on doing it. Because they would see that as like going against what they were just trying to do with the new map, new map, which is like increased visibility or whatever. I don't know if they would think that, but they might. And that be that might be a reason why they don't ever do it. I don't know, uh, unfortunately. But again, I, I still am holding out hope. I would also say if we don't see it in a month, I don't think we ever will. So that makes that's sense. What I would say I wouldn't say yeah. ever, but if it's not with, I mean, this should be an absolute priority for them. So I agree. Yeah, I agree. That's it's a no brainer, honestly. True. Real so yeah, true. let's get that changed here. Um, next article again here from Charlie Intel. Uh, Warzone devs confirm fix for NVIDIA DLSS breaking players' aim. Uh, it was either last week or like two weeks ago. We talked about J God put a video out. Showing that this is this is just embarrassing, frankly. Showing True. that DLSS was causing your bullets to hit a different point than where your reticle was aiming. So this almost affected, I think, all of the DLSS settings, uh, but it was mostly apparent with balanced and quality. Um, it's like you would be aiming at one dot and your bolt would actually yeah. be hitting off to the right. And that was like... Jay got tested this at about 20 meters out. So if you're 100 meters out and you're aiming exactly. for their head, the bullet is simply not hitting their head whatsoever. So this yeah. was a major problem. I don't know how this happened, uh, but apparently uh, Beanox, who's now re just recently working for Warzone, uh, is working on a fix for this with NVIDIA, it actually said. So that's interesting that they oh, had to wow. bring NVIDIA in for this. I don't know. I don't know why NVIDIA would have anything to do with this. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, they're the ones that have the DLSS, but this is, frankly, this is Call of Duty devs that fucked up this up, right? Because this has never happened with any other game that has DLSS, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that is surprising. So that's a that little odd. Yeah. Um, but, like, back to what we were talking about earlier is that, like, they brought this up only because J-God made a video about this. Yeah. Which, which goes back to that bullet velocity thing with the bullfrog. They'll probably mention it now that, exclusive ace has put a video out on this so uh it's a good thing jay god put this out i don't use dlss for those of you that don't know uh it's for pc only if you have an nvidia graphics card and i think they have to be new nvidia graphics card i think it's 20 series and up 
I believe that's so, correct. Yeah. So 20 and 30 series. RTX cards. So yeah. 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 And it basically, you're getting more frame rate um, than you otherwise would because it's kind of like downscaling your resolution. And then like, it's trying to make it look like a true, say 1440p when it's not. But frankly, it doesn't do a very good job. It looks like shit anyways. I don't think a lot of people it's, run this. But so yeah. the people that were or are still running this in balance and quality simply don't use DLSS. Do not use it. Remove it. You don't need to um, because you're not going to hit your targets anyways. Yeah, we did talk about this being broken, and it is good. I mean, JGod and fucking Ace and True Game Data since warzone came out have done a lot for this game because they'll expose problems that the devs literally are unaware of and then they'll get fixed like a week later now when infinity ward was at the helm they would fix the problem a week after ace exposed it and just not talk not like they would just pretend like they just like figured it out on their own they didn't uh and raven to their credit is doing this less off fucking things up less often oh and yeah. <laughs> far less Shout and to they're acknowledging Williams. yeah enemy of the pod and they're acknowledging that true game data ace and like jay god do these things so it's very obvious and explicit that they consume their content like they literally raven literally added all three of them like three weeks ago uh which is cool it hey turns out it's good to talk to your consumers that's fucking crazy yeah who'd so, have thought yeah, exactly. So Jay God once again just fucking giving the community more. He's a developer liaison, basically. He's like, hey guys, it's a problem here. So Raven's gonna come in to fix it now, which is good. Unfortunately, with DLSS, as Tanner said, uh, it kinda doesn't work well on Warzone. Uh, it works well in Cold War. I use it in Cold War, and it looks good. Uh, but. In Warzone, it's not worth using anyway, so I don't think this really matters that much. But uh, for some of you, maybe you prefer it. However, if you're using the third or fourth setting, change it, at least until this is fixed. Yeah. Because your bullets aren't going where you think they are. Uh, yeah. So. so if you're wondering why you're hitting or why you're missing all your shots, that's probably why. That's probably it. I yep, mean, just exactly. turn it off, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, next article here from Charlie Intel. This is interesting. Wow. Is, uh, so this is kind of funny to me. So... This is an article titled J-God Reveals the Loadout with the Highest KD in Warzone Season 3. So, I took this and I looked at it and I went a different direction with it because uh, okay, J-God was talking about, like, the best weapon classes for the AMAX and the LC-10 and he was going over, I think, like, uh, an AMAX loadout if you're on console where it's like you don't use the commando or something. I, I, I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to Weird. it. But... What I did take from this is he quoted uh, Warzone Ranked, which is wzranked.com, which they show mm -hmm. you, like, the most used weapons in Warzone. They show you what, like, the highest or what the average KD is for all these weapons, what perks most people are running, and it gives you some great data. So wzranked.com, great source. Uh, of course, they follow us on Twitter because they're smart, at the Dropshot Pod on Twitter. So I was looking at this, and frankly, I'm fucking shocked. So really? uh, there's something you can look at here. That's their primary weapon loadouts. And it shows you the most used weapons in Verdansk. So let's talk about something here. And okay. if you guys fall into this category, quit listening to the pod because you're not doing a good job. <laughs> yeah. The number one and two most I'm used weapons this week in Warzone. 
completely understandable. Car 98 in the A-Max. Let's get to oh, the number. This is weekly? This is weekly. Let's okay. get to the number three, though. There are people out there in June and May of 2021 still using the Kilo in Warzone. Are you kidding me? By the way, Tanner, what can you are share you the doing? KD? Can you share? The oh, KD I'll get ratios? right into it. Oh, believe me, I'll get right into this. Holy shit! If you're listening to this and you have a kilo loadout right now, pause the podcast. Pod, pause the cast, as our friends likes to say. Open your video game. Get rid of your kilo class. It's simply a dog shit assault rifle to use. It's awful. Yeah. So true. The Kilo is apparently the number three most used gun in Warzone. Are you guys fucking dumb? Answer me. Are you... Hey, you. Are you dumb? You're using the Kilo. Are you fucking dumb? Because you need to stop. I mean, this is... This is just awful. Um, So let's let's talk about this. So the gun I've been using mostly last week or so has been the Cold War AK-47. Surprisingly, to my absolute shock... This is the 14th most used weapon in Warzone this week. Why? There are not 14 better guns in Warzone than the Cold War AK-47. True. It is right now a top five gun. It's it's that simple. So, this is where it gets good. Um, so, the, the Cold War AK-47 is the 14th most used gun in Cold War, yet... It's average KD when somebody's using that gun is 1.15. The kilo which is quite high. Which is quite what, high. Like what, eight well, Hold on, let's let's go to the number 1 spot, the Car 98. Yeah. Which yeah. Uh it's actually not th- Is it the number it 1? Says, it says number 1. On my screen it says number 1. Oh, I guess snipers is not. But when you sort it by KD it's not. Oh, I yeah, guess it doesn't put snipers there, that's why. I'm I'm sorting by rank. So if you sort by rank, that's, the number one... That's sorting it by popularity. Yes, correct. So the most popular gun is the Car 98. Yep. Average KD with this is 0.95. Now that might imply that the car is not very good because it's less than average. 0.95 is closer to average than 1.0, first of all, because you can kill yourself in-game, of course, uh, and that'll lower the mean KD. It's less than 1.0. Uh, but uh, it's also a sniper. So... Many people try to hit fucking quick scopes and be snipers. And sniping in Warzone is in general harder than using like an AR. So it's KD being less than one. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. Number two most popular gun, AMAX. KD ratio on average for anyone using an AMAX is 1.2 fucking seven. That is significantly higher than average. Yes. That is that's the highest in the game. Of magnitude higher than average. Yeah. So that makes sense why that's popular, because yeah. it's good. Okay, cool. Number three, Kilo 141. The average... To m- this is the least surprising thing I've ever seen or read ever in my life in 29 years. The average KD of anyone using a Kilo is 0.88. <laughs> now, keep in mind, what makes this even worse is that it's impossible to miss shots with a Kilo, right? Oh, so it's the easiest kilo, assault rifle to use. It has absolutely no recoil. You're not going to miss a shot. Still, despite the fact that you can't miss, the average KD is only .88. Why is that? Because it's a dog shit gun, and it has an extra damage drop-off, and stop using it, as yep. Tanner put it. Yes. It's an awful gun. A gun cannot, a fully automatic assault rifle cannot be this accurate. 
have a 0.88 average KD amongst all users and be good. Something has to give. Yeah. The it's... gun's not good, period. Stop you. Yeah, so um, when you sort this by KD ratio, I mean, it's not even... It's literally not even in the top 25. It's so far out in terms of KD ratio. Now, granted, it's because more people use the Kilo than, say, something like um, the VLK Rogue, which has a higher KD ratio on average. So it, it is because more people use the Kilo. True. So that's that's what's weird here. So it's like, is this more because the gun is absolute trash? It is. Or is it because the bad players are the only ones using the Kilo now? Yeah, it's both. Exactly. And yeah. that's something to keep in mind with this website. Like, you shouldn't be sorting by KD ratio of guns and then just assuming the highest KD ratio is the best gun. That's going to tend to be the case. Uh, but I mean, Street Sweeper is number two, so that is definitely the case. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, true. It's a great gun. Yeah. Um, that will tend to be the case, but there is also, like, selection bias. Uh, you know, like... AMAX is relatively hard to control for, like, the average player. Um, and it's super popular amongst, like, really good Warzone streamers. So all the really cracked and goaded players who are trying to, like, be in fucking phase or whatever tend to use it a lot, so it has a really high KD ratio. Yeah. So, for example, we look at the RAM. That has an average KD ratio of 1.06. I don't think the RAM is worse than the AMAX. It's not. It's better, in fact. The reason the average KD is lower is because the RAM is actually slept on and all of these really good Warzone kids who watch streams every waking moment when they're not gaming themselves aren't seeing people use the RAM. They're seeing people use the AMAX. So the good players tend to use the AMAX because that's what they see streamers using. Yeah. So it's kind of like this doesn't give you the whole story, but... When your KD ratio on average is 0.88, that should tell you something. But we wouldn't even need this chart to tell you the Kilo is dog shit. Because, as evidenced by the fact that we told you the Kilo's dog shit before we looked at this chart. It is fucking funny that you bring this up, though. And I'm totally unsurprised that the Kilo performs absolutely terribly. Yeah. So, um, I mean, this this goes to show you, though. So... The Cold War AK-47, which I'm telling you is fantastic, please try it out, is the 14th most used, most used weapon, yet when used, its KD is the third highest, only behind yep. the AMAX and the Street Sweeper. And it's because people using the Cold War AK are good, probably, and they you know know how to use this weapon, and that's how the KD is higher. So please, stop using the Kilo. Trust me, it's not good. It's, it's really just not good whatsoever. Um, another little shocking thing here is the Cold War MP5 was the, was the 20th most used gun. So there are still more people playing Warzone that use an HDR over the Cold War MP5, which is one of just the fastest killing weapons within 10 meters in Warzone. And yet yeah. people just aren't using it. And they're using the HDR, which why would you, why are you still using an HDR? Crazy. True. Real and true. So, yeah, this is an interesting little website, wzrank.com. You can look at your own ranks of things, too, you know, weekly, KD, all of that. Um, it shows weapon perks. Again, I'm also shocked at how many people run cold-blooded. It's embarrassing learn how to play the video game. <laughs> yeah, listen to the podcast yeah, more if you it's, yeah, it's crazy. So I thought that was, uh, was kind of funny. True. 
Uh, most used SMG, somebody in chat is asking, is the MAC-10, by the way. That's still the most used SMG, which isn't... Fourth most used gun, too. Yeah, which isn't surprising, because the MAC-10, I think, is the most well-rounded SMG in the game currently. It hits at far range for an SMG. It hits up close. Got a great fire rate, quick reload. It's just all really good all around. Yeah. Uh, next little article here is a little... It's a tip for you guys, right? You guys need to do this. So... How to enable two-factor authentication on your Call of Duty account to get double XP in Warzone. Um, this has been a huge problem lately. I don't know what's going on, but a bunch of people's Activision accounts are getting hacked. Uh, we've seen this firsthand a lot recently with people we know. And so Activision is obviously seeing this way too much. So they're like, hey, let's tell people to set up two-factor authentication by giving them two hours worth of, of double XP. Which, it's not weapon double XP, so it simply doesn't matter. But they're basi- they're really pushing you to sign up for this because they know everyone everyone's accounts are just getting hacked. Uh, so one of our friends, actually, Locap, that we've been playing with for a long time, hadn't played the, ga- <laughs> hadn't played the game for months. So Logged on, tried to play it. His Activision account <laughs> had been hacked. He's lost everything. It's gone. <laughs> He's lost everything. So fuck Locap, but... Um, his shit I mean, is just Blue gone. Cap's a smart guy. Well, he's not. Why would you not have two factor on? I didn't what have it on doing? until two days ago. I've I turned that shit on on everything. It's so two good. factor is usually just awful because they force you to use like Google Authenticator, which is a That's horrible a program. program. Terrible, terrible. True. And I've already been locked out of my nice hash account and had to email them because Google Authenticator just stops working and it acts like it it you never set it up. So it's fucking terrible. Somebody needs to come up with a better system than that. But yeah, definitely sign up for two factor, uh, on all of your SMS for most things. Uh, I don't know. It didn't give me that option for Activision. Really? Mm -hmm. Weird. It was Google or something else. I don't remember what it was. Interesting. Email. I don't know. I don't know. Either way. But yeah, little, little PSA there. Set up uh, two-factor. You get two hours worth of double XP in your account. By the way, the reason... Don't do it for double XP. Like Tanner said, it doesn't fucking matter. You should do it so you don't get hacked. Uh, yeah. And it's very, very good at... To, for someone to hack you if you have two-factor on, they would have to, like, hack... They'd have to have access to your text messages, your email address... Or your actual physical cell phone with your Google Authenticator. Like, it's impossible to get hacked with two-factor on, even if your password is, like, one, two, three password or something. (laughs) So definitely use that. Password is password, Um, And the reason Activision is pushing this so hard, by the way, is that they are flooded with cheating reports. Yeah. And they don't have time to recover your account for you. (laughs) Locap's probably never getting his account back. Oh, no. I don't think he even tried. Yeah. There's just... they, They don't have time, so... Yeah, well, fuck yeah. low cap. Fuck low cap indeed, so. All right, moving on here to a minor little... Uh, <laughs> I was going to put this, I forgot. To, a, to a, a little update on Call of Duty 2021 from our friend Tom Henderson, who, of course, friend follows of us on Twitter. Um, yes. So he's been talking a lot about Battlefield leaks lately because that's what's hot and fresh right now. But so uh, people have been asking him about Call of Duty 2021 Call of Duty Vanguard, World War II. And so he, he fired off a little tweet earlier. Uh, and, and he was saying, what about, what is going on with Call of Duty Vanguard? And he posted this little gif. And it's a guy just standing with a, with a pile of trash bags. Just saying the game is trash. It's shit. Yes. 
So uh, he goes on to say, on a very serious note, I am legitimately still to hear anything positive on it, COD 2021, and as such, I've been not actively pursuing information. I'm also not interested in a World War II Call of Duty title. Same here, bud. Uh, if I get into it, if I get info, I'll report it, but I'm not going to pursue it. Then he goes on to say, also, it will be Black Ops Cold War 2.0 on launch. Which is exactly what we said, by the Complete, way. I'm pretty sure we said that exactly, actually. It'll be Black Ops. It'll be Cold War 2.0. It's going to yeah. be a yeah. disaster. You know how bad the Cold War launch was? It's going to be worse because this was mostly done during COVID, like all of it. Uh, they switched developers really late. It's it's just awful. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I'm I'm just not expecting anything at all from this. So this isn't surprising to hear, but it's nice to see him mention it and say, yeah, it's still it's sounding terrible. Um, it's not going to be a good release. Yeah, and that this also explains, by the way, why he hasn't been saying that much about COD twenty twenty one because we check in with Tommy Boy. Uh, weekly go through his twitter feed see if there's any more news yeah on it's all battlefield right now yeah yeah and in the past few weeks it has indeed been all battlefield related uh and this kind of explains why uh he's not even like trying to find out which i, I get it because like he's saying which completely makes sense it's gonna be shit so it's like you know what am i gonna learn why it's shit like yeah, okay exactly cool but don't care, you know, so. By the way, some kid had the audacity to reply to his tweet, and they were like, oh, I don't know. I thought Cold War was better on launch than it is now. Delete your fucking Twitter account if you think Cold War was better at launch than it is right now. It Who was unplayable. I saw a couple crazy. people say that. I'm like, dude, the, I don't understand where people get these opinions from. It's fucking crazy. That guy, that guy quickscopes. Oh, for it's just sure. that simple. Oh, He's yeah, actually. Yeah, you're actually probably right. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, so again, just want to remind you, if you're looking forward to the video game, don't. <laughs> it's yeah. Keep playing Warzone and focus on that because it's not going to save be good. your work vacation time for fucking yeah. six months after launch. If you want to play that game, when hey, it's playable. we warned you guys for Cold War. We said, don't take we time did. off. It's going to be a disaster. And of course we were right. So don't it do that for this coming. Well, we will remind you guys another 20 times before the game releases. Don't worry. Absolutely. Don't take time off work for the launch of this game. It'll be unplayable. Yeah. It's going to the worst of any COD launch ever. Yeah. Uh, there's no chance it's not. Yeah. It's going to be the worst launch ever unless they postpone it a year. Yeah, exactly. Which they won't do. They won't so. do. Yeah. Uh, next article here from Charlie Intel. Two Infinity Ward campaign directors depart the studio after seven years. This is interesting because I've been following one of these guys on Twitter since like the early days of Modern Warfare. Really? So uh, they both joined the company back in August of 2014. Apparently these guys are like a, a duo. They got hired together. They left together. They're both That's working cute. on a new project together. Yeah. Um, so they were, uh, you know, they their leads on the Modern Warfare title. Um, now this isn't particularly interesting other than there's a lot of rumors floating around that these guys are now working on the battlefield franchise which is interesting uh because they left so this was just announced uh one of them his name is taylor karoski or something Dang he it. announced that they left infinity ward earlier this year 
uh, and they're working on something new and exciting. And they said like, we'll have more info soon. Can't wait to share blah, blah. And this happens 10 days before the release of, or the reveal of the new battlefield. Yep. And these guys have been working on first person shooters for a long time. So this is leading people to believe that these guys are now working on the battlefield title. Um, and let then, me, yeah, yeah, ahead, no, 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 go. Let me say that they left, you said Infinity Ward. Is that the correct development studio? Yes. Okay, interesting. Good choice, right? If you're a fan of Battlefield, you should hope to God that they did not get hired by Battlefield. Yeah. Because the absolute state of Infinity Ward in 2020 2019 and 2021 couldn't be worse in its entire life. Yeah. And if these guys were higher ups in infinity ward, uh, call of duty and destiny general manager. Yeah. So these people are not good at their jobs. Uh, there's no way around it unless I am misunderstanding their job titles. Haven't read the article. Don't need to. Cause I've played an infinity Ward title yep. in the past fucking year. Yep. Awful. So if they leave to go take any meaningful position, at DICE or EA or anything related to Battlefield, they will be, the company in the game will be worse for it. And even if it's not Battlefield, whatever professional endeavor these people are going to pursue after leaving Infinity Ward, that endeavor will be worse for having them. You cannot fuck up as catastrophically as you did MW2019 the worst Call of Duty ever, and then go do something good. It's not possible. You're incapable of it. So if you're a Battlefield fan, you better fucking pray that these people did not go to infect the game that you like to play. Well, in their I'm defense, sorry. maybe they left because they knew iDub was in an awful state, and they said, we got to get out of here. This company's dog shit. We're fucking gone. Could have been that, too. You don't know. That is actually true. They're, they're but, like, we're sick of it. But DICE actually is usually known as a way worse company, even than Activision. So if this is true, I don't know. DICE is awful, too. Well, I'm, yeah, that's I've heard that. EA yeah, is still like predatory just, yeah. with like the uh, with their fucking um, microtransactions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I, that is true. But here's my counter argument. So. You could say iDub did such a bad job because they're under the Activision thumb. There is some truth to that, but Raven's also under the Activision thumb, and they're doing a really good job with Warzone. True. So you can't blame all of it on that. That is true. You know, but you can blame a lot to yeah. be fair. So I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe I overstepped a little bit, but you may have. We'll see. It, I, we've done it once or twice, perhaps. <laughs> well, especially you, yeah. Well, uh, but I'll edit that out. But uh overall you know i i don't i'd have to if i wanted to give you guys a real serious take on this i'd have to look into it a lot more see what exactly they did but uh if again if they were higher ups in infinity ward you should blame them for how bad mdub is yeah because i guarantee activision didn't say make the maps awful in eight lanes maybe they did say that actually they definitely didn't say make the map make it so you can't see people in the video game there's no way activision would want that so yeah. I uh, I mean I bl I still if they're higher ups I would blame them. Yeah. Specifically quite a bit. So anyway. Um so related to that these next two things we're talking about also are kind of like Battlefield COD related in a way. Um so this next one here, 
Another, a former general manager of Call of Duty joins the EA Battlefield franchise. So this one is confirmed. Totally different guy. Uh, so Byron Bede was the former Call of Duty and Destiny general manager, and he was hired in April of 2021. Again, these guys said they left Infinity Ward earlier this year to pursue something new and exciting. So he was hired to serve as the new general manager of all things Battlefield, uh, and especially, I guess, oversee their upcoming mobile title, which is supposed to release, I think, next year or something. And so he'll be focusing on developing the franchise for future growth. So interesting. I think this is related to these other two guys leaving and join. I feel like they're joining him at EA uh, because, frankly, I think EA is scared. They know that, like, in 2019, Modern Warfare came out with Ground War because Battlefield was and still is in a horrible state. And so uh, Infinity War and Actimers were like, oh, let's start putting vehicles and stuff and a kind of take away from the Battlefield franchise and, you know, try our best to pull players from their player base over to our game. And it probably worked out pretty well because Ground War was really fun. Uh, I mean, it was obviously better without vehicles, but a lot of players really enjoyed the vehicle aspect of it. And you know uh, they did that to, you know, take a little hit at um, EA and yeah, how their game is designed. Yeah. So in my opinion now, what EA is doing is they're trying to meet somewhere in the middle. And they're like, okay, maybe people don't want just total, you know, tank, uh, air, you know, air support gameplay. You know, people are leaning towards BRs right now. I think we need to focus more on the infantry aspect um, and just overall like multiplayer and br experience compared to like the vehicles and everything so i kind of feel like ea dice hired these three people because they want to get more of a call of duty feel to their game because frankly Mm. the last battlefields have been just horrible the last two have been awful interesting i think if i'm at ea what i would think is our franchise does fucking vehicles way better than Call of Duty does, which is true. They do vehicles way better than Call of Duty does. Uh, they also do environments better, too, because uh, you can actually like destroy buildings and shit, which is very cool. Uh, now, the game is I've I'm told the game is just completely awful. I believe it. Uh, but they do do some things better than uh, Call of Duty. So. Call of Duty, on the other hand, does infantry better. This, I don't, I, I think this is true. Um, I don't think it's as obvious as Battlefield doing, like, it's very obvious Battlefield does vehicles better than Call of Duty. It is not very obvious that Call of Duty does infantry better than Battlefield, but I do still think it's true. I do too, yeah. So, maybe if you're at EA, what you're thinking is, if we can keep our vehicle supremacy and then also raise the caliber of our infantry gameplay to meet or exceed call of duties, then we will just be a superior FPS mm-hmm. and then we can take the market share back. But the, what they would have to do to do that is to make a really good BR. Yeah. There's simply no way around it. No one cares about multiplayer anymore. It's all BR. So even if battlefields, multiplayer experience is unequivocally better than call of duties in every single facet it it would still be less popular game than call of duty if they didn't have a br so i don't know what role this byron bead guy played in warzone but according to this article 
it says he played a pretty substantial one. Uh, played a huge role in the development. I mean, he was the overall GM of Call of Duty multiplayer in yeah. general, so he oversaw all of it. Even playing an integral part in the growth of Warzone and COD Mobile, which yeah. are extremely popular, yeah. So that's actually really smart. This is a smart business move. I'm shocked that e uh, that fucking Activision doesn't make these guys sign non-competes. That's kind of shocking to me. Uh, but good for Byron, I guess. Uh, what's interesting about this is that the last guys you were talking about, the campaign directors, mm -hmm. left the studios under Activision. This Byron Bede guy is leaving Activision itself. Yeah. So this guy's way more of a higher up yeah. than the former two gentlemen. But the other guys were also like, they were pretty damn high up at Infinity Ward. Yes. So it's like they yeah. were also high ups, just they didn't work directly for Activision. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's he interesting. Moves, dude. And uh, well, but wait, there's more. Last article to cover here. <laughs> okay. This this okay. kind of completes the Call of Duty Battlefield little trifecta here. So, uh, Charlie Intel, Battlefield 2021 leak teases Warzone like weapon loadout customization. Wow. So, according to Tom Henderson, wow. Battlefield is moving towards a weapon customization very similar to Modern Warfare. We have numerous different weapon attachments for each category. So, you have optics, you have, uh, you know, rear grips, um, stocks, magazines, barrels, front grips. <laughs> All of them with X number of attachments between those that you can set. So what he's saying is it'll be kind of like having a gunfighter equipped in Cold Wars. Maybe what it sounds like is that for every he thinks there's going to be between six to eight of them between like the optics magazines and all that like different groups. And within all of those groups, you'll have, you know, what, probably 10, 15 optics. So yeah, basically just like Modern Warfare, they're copying that system because they know it works. So uh, this is the first time in a while, to me, that it sounds like Battlefield is trying to compete with Call of Duty again. And uh, yeah, this is this is actually just great for everyone. Because of Battlefield multiplayer, and especially their BR, which I think comes out at a later date, is fantastic. Call of Duty developers are going to have no choice but to listen to the community more than ever, or their game will be dead to Battlefield's BR title. So um, I think EA is trying to fight back, because as I was saying, Modern Warfare kind of introduced ground war vehicles and everything, and they're like, okay, they're stepping on our territory. They have vehicles in their game now. You know, because it didn't used to make sense people would compare, like back when I played Call of Duty 4, people would compare like Call of Duty 4 to Battlefield 2, and it's like, what... What are you comparing them to? And people would be like, dude, Battlefield's so much better. Battlefield has 64 players and fucking airplanes. Call of Duty 4 has 10 <laughs> players and a gun. What? How do you even compare the two? Stop acting like one is better than the other. They're fun in their own ways. Just play the one that you like more. Stop comparing them though. that. Which one is better because you can't compare them. So I think what they're doing now is they're going to be much closer uh, in terms of play style. Again, especially with the BR because Battlefield is seeing how much money Activision is making. I mean, Activision, Bobby Kotick is probably making more money than EA at this point, right? Actually, I mean, he's dude. a, I mean, he's just filthy rich and they're, they're seeing making this. so much goddamn money. Yeah. And true. on top of that, I've seen a lot of the battlefield players like uh, Enders and some of the other battlefield guys I follow on Twitter, uh, bitching about like, you know, if, if skill-based matchmaking or engagement optimize matchmaking, 
becomes the battlefield, this will be the death of the franchise. It, yeah, Syria and Enders it, were having a yeah, little Twitter spat. It, let, let me tell you, Enders, it simply won't be. It'll be awful for you, yes, but for the average person, they're going to love it, and they're going to play the video game way more than they play the battlefield titles now, and it's going to make EA way more money, and it's a no-brainer for them. There's no doubt in my mind the next battlefield will have skill-based matchmaking and the server browser will be gone there's no way that's still a thing i agree it's, they they see how much money activision is making they're not stupid they're going to do the same exact thing I agree. Uh, but yeah so this is interesting to me like all the weapon attachments and everything battlefield is so far sounding like a great title and i'm literally way more excited for battlefield than i am for cod 2021 which i don't give a shit about at this point i agree with everything you said uh because whether or not Battlefield is a good game when it comes out is an open question. Whether COD 2021 is a good game when it comes out is a open and shut case. It's a no-brainer. It's not good. The game will not be good. Yeah. Um, okay. It's just already been decided. But the next Battlefield title hasn't been in development for two weeks. It's been in development for like three fucking years and it's still not out yet. So it had the benefit of much of its development cycle being pre-COVID so people could actually go to the office. And they also just had more time to work on shit. So Battlefield actually could turn out to be a pretty good game. COD 2021 will not be a good game, period. Uh, so that's going to be very interesting to see. I will say, though, and uh, again, as we talked about many, many times, um, even if you're a huge Call of Duty fan. And you're like nervous that Battlefield's like going to be a better game, you're you're thinking about this wrong, bud. If Battlefield comes out and it's a better game than Call of Duty in every way, Call of Duty isn't just going to give up. Activision's not just going to give up. It's going to they're going to be forced to work to make their customers happy. And then that will increase the quality of Call of Duty games. That will be the goal of Activision. So you want competition. Call me fucking Peter Schiff, dude. You want competition. Okay. And this will be capitalism at work. They are working yep. hard to get your attention. So Battlefield comes out and it's really fucking good. You should be happy about that as a Call of Duty fan. Because then it will mean that Activision cannot rest on its laurels. And they'll have to actually try to make call of duty a fun and exciting video game for its consumers because they'll actually start losing money and that is the one and only thing that will act uh that will uh, uh motivate them to make any changes or improve their game or games in any conceivable way so yeah. whether you're a battlefield fan or a call of duty fan you should want you should be rooting for battlefield to succeed uh and it looks like it could I cannot say that it will be a good game, um, obviously. I have never been a big Battlefield player, but the only thing I've heard about EA and DICE is just terrible things. So they will probably find a way to fuck this up, but hopefully they don't, and hopefully they don't fuck it up too badly. And then we can benefit from a good COD 2022 or 23. Exactly. Uh, which will be good. Uh, I will say, though, however... Let's say Battlefield makes a BR. First of all, it's not going to come out when the next Battlefield game comes out, number one. Because you need time to develop a BR. And EA did not know that Warzone was successful until it was successful. 
when was it successful? Maybe 10 months ago? People were like, oh shit, this is a really big game. So at the earliest, I would say, Battlefield started developing a BR, uh, developing a BR. I mean, they could have started before the massive success of Warzone, to be fair. So maybe it has already been in development. Yeah. So I, I actually take that back. Yeah, never mind. Uh, but still, I will move on to my next point, which is if Battlefield's BR is going to become the most popular BR, it not only has to be better than Warzone, it has to be a lot better than Warzone. Because if it's only a little bit better, people are just going to stay with Warzone because it's familiar. So yeah. it either has to be a lot better than Warzone to make people switch over to kick fucking Activision into gear, or it has to be as good or a little better, and the Warzone cheer problem is so outrageous that people are willing to go learn a new BR or stream a new BR and get good at it and play it. Yeah. Both of which are possible, but uh, I don't know how likely either of those things is. What do you think about that, Tanner? I think I agree with you. The Battlefield BR will have to be a lot better. Regardless, whenever that is released, uh, Warzone will lose a, a small chunk of the player base to that. As people True. try it out and play, you know, it's like, we'll go play it and we'll try it out. It's like, I'm 100% buying the next Battlefield title. Um, and so, like, we'll be trying that out, but it will have to be much, much better than Warzone to bring people over there. And it's, I don't know, it's going to be really interesting to see because, like, they know how well the loadout system has worked. So you think Battlefield will be working on something like that, but I don't see how you make a Battlefield video game and not have vehicles in the battle royale. But then how do you keep those vehicles from being busted overpowered in the True. BR? I don't know. And I know they had a BR in one of their last two games. Uh, I guess it was frankly Firestorm, terrible right? though. I guess it was just like completely dead after a very short period of time. Cause it was so bad, but I do know that vehicles were in it. So yeah. maybe that's why it was bad. Maybe because if you got a vehicle, you were just, overpowered or something so yeah i don't know though because as we've been talking about call of duty in my opinion does infantry way better than battlefield i think battlefield's movement and everything is clunky uh and especially on the modern warfare engine it's a lot more fluid the movement's better uh and to me the battlefield games feel more like cold war movement or something like that but i don't have a ton of experience playing the recent ones but that's what i've thought hear me out hear me out Okay, I'm gonna role play. I'm an I'm a I'm an EA exec. Okay, and I actually have a brain, unlike most of them. So you're not role playing. So, got it. So I'm. This is a fictitious universe where I have a brain and I work at EA. Uh all right, guys. We need to make a battle royale to compete with Warzone, and our core identity, compared to Call of Duty series, is our superior vehicle gameplay. However, vehicles in a game, in a battle royale, are like super overpowered. How do, we, how do we fix this? What if there are vehicles on the map, but they don't have any gas in them, and you have to either loot or buy gas canisters? So if you go to a vehicle with no gas canisters on you, 
you just, it won't work. And then if you fill it with gas from a gas canister that you had to loot, uh, Jesus Christ, that you had to puberty loot or buy, then you put the gas in the fucking vehicle, but it doesn't last like very long. Mm. So you have to be smart about when and how you use vehicles in the battle royale. And that could act as like a counterbalance to how overpowered a fucking uh, panzer tank would be against infantry in a BR. What are your thoughts on this idea? Um, that, that honestly is actually a way to balance this, but I don't know, dude. First of all, they're not going to think of that and they're not going to do that. Um, yeah, they don't have brains. So yeah, you're not, a, you're not role-playing EA because that was a, yeah. that was a brain that that was a thought that involved using your brain. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm so torn on this. Like there, you can't make a battlefield BR without their signature vehicles, but then they're just going to be busted. I don't, I don't know, dude. It's so hard to even talk about because I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. But unless there's like a massive overhaul to how like their infantry and gunplay is, um, I don't know like... I don't know how you compete with Warzone unless your infantry is just amazing, which it pretty much never has been on a battlefield title. It's so. a, yeah, it's an uphill battle for sure. I don't know. Um, you could also construct a map where it's very difficult to use a vehicle on most of the map. So like you could have the battle, you could have the, 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 the BR map be like, it can be like an actual fucking, uh, think of like, okay, think of like Karachi, the map Karachi. You remember this map, Tanner? No. Cool. Karachi. Okay. It was like an MW2 map or something. No. Uh, let's find, let's think of a different map. Let me think of a good, let me think of a BO4 map for you. What's a good BO4 map example? Um... Oh, I know that map. Yeah, I just didn't know what the name of it was. I'm looking at pictures of it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, Karachi. So we're in Karachi. Okay. What if just it was a giant Karachi where, like, you can't just drive a tank through Karachi. Like, yeah. If I, just put a, if, if I put a Panzer in Karachi, it's just I'm not going to be able to really use it. Right. Yeah. Because it's just too many buildings and shit. That is that... Uh, that introduces its own problems, as you guys have heard me talk about. Not a fan of a bunch of buildings, but you can make like a uh, like a giant map that it's like at its center. It's like a giant fucking metropolis. You could even do it where there's like one big road going fucking north south, and another one going east west that meet in the middle. Vehicles can drive through those, but if you're not on the street, it's like a bunch of really close buildings where you simply will not be able to drive a tank through them. So then you could play infantry and like avoid tanks relatively easily by just not being on the street. Yeah. Or like Grosner Raid, actually. Oh, it's that actually makes sense. big enough to be a fucking battle royale map. So <laughs> it's how it's about big enough to have a hundred players on it, yeah. It sure is. So fuck that map. So make that a fucking uh, a battlefield BR map where it's like you could take a tank on the fucking, like, that outskirts, like, that north area where, where the trenches are. Or you could have it go down, like, the fucking two streets that are, uh, like, L-shaped. But if you're, like, in the middle of 
fucking crossing a raid. You're not gonna die to a tank. You could do something like that too, and not have to do the gas mechanic, and that could be a way to balance tanks in a BR. I think there are some creative, interesting ways they could do it, but it would be hard yeah. to do. I think. And it's, I mean, dude, when you have tanks in a game, if you really want to win and you play for a year, you're going to figure out each and every way to cheese them maximally, you know? And also, I don't know if a Battlefield BR would ever be as popular as Warzone anyways, be just because of the fact that Call of Duty has always been a way more popular title than Battlefield has been. So it's like guys like Swag aren't just going to stop playing Warzone to go play like exactly. a Battlefield BR or something, you know? That's exactly. the biggest thing. There are a lot of people who are just fucking wedded to Warzone and they will never be peeled off. However, there are also a lot of huge names who don't really give that much of a fuck about Call of Duty. Yeah. And they play it when it's good and they don't play it when it's not good. The example yeah. I'm thinking of is uh, Shroud. Uh-huh. Like Shroud is massive. He's bigger than the vast majority of these Warzone streamers, even the biggest ones. And he like plays COD when it's good and he plays fucking D&D uh, &D when it's good. And he plays Tarkov it, after a wife. Yeah. He plays Tarkov. Yup. He plays uh, PUBG. He plays DayZ. He plays just whatever is good. And he's yeah. giant. And there are people like that. Yeah. Like Ninja is probably another one. Like he's not really wedded to any game. So if Battlefield makes a really good BR and they can get Shroud addicted, they can get XQC addicted, then that'll be enough to like peel some of a lot of the pl BR player base away from Warzone. But the, but again, this is all contingent on the the BR actually being good enough to to do that. Yeah. Um, Shroud. Or I like Ozzy's thought here, by the way. So kind of instead of like having like the gulag or the buyback system. Yeah. What if they had like respawn tickets and let's say there are vehicles, but let's say dying, you lose one ticket. But if you if your team has a vehicle and you lose it or something and it's destroyed. And if you if you die in said vehicle and that's 10 tickets gone, that could just, you know, wipe your tickets out and your team's dead. That's kind of an interesting thought. Um. But also, it's like, if teams are down bad, uh, it's like, they're going to be scared to get into a vehicle then, because then they're just simply going to lose, and then some other team that hasn't lost a ticket is just going to dive bomb you with a jet, you know? Yeah. So, it's, mm -hmm. it's, any sort of battle royale with vehicles isn't going to be balanced. It's pretty much that simple, in my opinion. I just don't know how they do it. But yeah, I so I also think people are going to be turned off by a ticket respawn system in a BR. I don't think people it wouldn't like feel that. as much like a BR. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. I just don't think people would like that. Yeah. But so kind of bringing it back, uh, don't be surprised if the next Battlefield title feels a little bit more like Call of Duty than usual, because we'll probably hear soon uh, where these two other directors from Infinity Ward went to work. But hey, I bet it's the the Battlefield franchise. True. True. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 uh, yeah, the, and let me, yeah, we can, we should close with this. Let's be super clear. It is very unlikely Battlefield makes a very good BR, and it is almost inconceivable that they make one that's better than Warzone. I just don't. I, I find that very unlikely. It is possible, uh, but I, I would be yeah. 
pretty surprised uh to be honest. i'm excited for battlefield battlefield like multiplayer the br though doesn't interest me as much but that is what everyone's going to be talking about and wanting to come out but i don't know a good modern battlefield title is going to be great i'm so excited again for the franchise yeah true true yeah i'll play the fuck out of that leaning dude it better have leaning or i'm gonna mold Will it be cross-platform, you think? 100%. The next Battlefield title has to be cross-platform. It has to have skill-based matchmaking. I agree. That's just the, that's where are games are going. leaning, then? Uh, does, do the new ones have leaning? Yeah, Battlefield 5 has leaning. Does it? Yeah. 100%. I played it a month ago. Then I guess they'd have leaning to. Leaning all over the place. Any leaners? They'd actually have to. They, it has to have cross-platform. The game will just be dead if it doesn't true that's the best part about uh well cross platform is you you're always the game will be alive for so long because of cross platform yeah, yeah it, it will have to have cross platform yeah, you, you can't get so. that without it so yeah that's fine um okay cool uh anything else tanner i don't think so all right so yeah in closing uh if you want more Battlefield talk, by the way, you can get that on another podcast called The Vehicle Shot, a Battlefield podcast, which is the second project we're working on. <laughs> wow. Get scammed, Dub. Cat, no. <laughs> uh, Dubfire, our very own Dubfire uh, at my behest, and I will be collecting royalties soon, Dub, you son of a bitch. Uh, has a podcast about Battlefield now. It's called The Objective, a Battlefield podcast. Um, so you guys can check that out. He'll talk about this more. I hope he will. I don't know how consistent he's been, but it, he better have a goddamn schedule now, or I'll edit he's, this he's out. He's going to have so to be, be looking... for the next Battlefield title, yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'm going to check and see if you've been doing at least weekly, or I'm editing this plug out, Dub. So keep that in mind. But the objective, you can check that out. Uh, so once again, boys and girls, that is it. Uh, Slivovitz, again, thank you for the cat food oh, and yeah. the, uh, the they thermometers. Can they can eat, baby. What, what temperature am I at now? Hey, what do you at? I'm going to get, hold on. I'm going to guess 79. Still says 82. Jesus. But it's on my desk. It's on my desk. So I, like, I feel cooler now. I think if I keep it on Any me, coolers? it would be a little cooler. But it could just be convection cooling and it's not actually colder in here i don't know anyway whatever uh that's it boys and girls we are fucking signing off uh once again we will be back on friday for some rebirth island action with a very special guest whom we have never played with before it's going to be both fun and exciting we've also got new overlays and alerts and shit so uh be here it's gonna be really fun uh and that'll be friday at noon pacific time saturday will be our next podcast episode we have some interesting ideas being cooked up for that uh we're gonna be recording a patreon episode maybe tomorrow probably yeah monday tomorrow. we got it, yeah well it's fine everything's fine um and that is it patreon.com slash the drop shot is the best way to support this program. It's the best for us and the best for you. Bonus episodes, weekly hangouts, community events like the Rebirth Island Tournament, which will be in 10 days, and more. 
thedropshot.com. You can find all of our links there, including to the Patreon. We are 100% supported by our dear patrons. And we've gotten a lot of new patrons recently. And we very much thank and appreciate you guys. Um, I mean, we don't, we're, we don't have advertisers, and we probably never will. Yeah. Uh, I'm open to it, but no one will want to ever advertise on this podcast. So you guys are making this possible. So I really love and appreciate you guys. And uh, we, we try to provide and do provide, I dare say, a lot of content for your support. So uh, consider that if you want some bonus content or if you just want to uh, piss away your money. Patreon.com slash the drop shot. All right, that's it, boys. And... Girls, thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching. We're going to be doing a gameplay breakdown of Grimm once he is able to get into voice chat with us. So uh, that will be coming next week. And um, hopefully, I don't know, he's at work right now. He's he's interrogating someone that he arrested without a warrant in fucking Gitmo or something. I don't know what he does, <laughs> but. Hopefully he's not doing that uh, uh, next week so we can we can do our gameplay breakdown with him in voice, which is always extra fun. So, all right. See you guys later. Bye. Stay humble. Jesus. Yeah. I, was, I thought I you were about forgot. to ruin the outro. How embarrassing. No. Stay humble. No, sorry. Stay yeah. humble. Stay humble. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.